Welcome to Machine Learning. Okay, I want to talk about some tools that Python has that are um, kind of interesting. They're very useful and are part of uh, functional programming. One of the tools is Reduce. Okay, the way Reduce works is it um, is used in combination with operator, and what it does is it folds the data. So let's say you have a list, it's folding the data on itself. Um, so for example, if I have the list one, two, three, four, five, and my operator is um, operator.add, then I would take 1 plus 2 would be 3, uh, and then 3 plus 3 would be 6, and then 6 plus 4 would be 10, and uh, 10 plus 5 would be 15. And likewise, you could do multiplication, or you could do division but it's folding on itself. And you could have programmed this out using for loops, but again, that would make it uh, non-functional programming where you're having to create multiple sequences of line. Here with reduce, you can do it with one line of code. So we're looking at the, the, what the function is doing, and we're passing in an operator, and then we're passing a, uh, a list. And so we can put it, uh, almost use the function as if we had done all the programming ourselves. And so functional programming is preferred because there's less chance of error. It's possible in your iterative loop that you may have typecast problem or did not properly handle errors or um, you're allowed to pass in a non-numeric value. And so if you tried to iterate over a non-numeric value, you would have uh, a problem applying an add to it. If you did multiply, maybe it would just repeat the string a certain number of characters. So there's, there's the possibility of introducing bugs, whereas with functional programming, you're using the reliability of the library, and the library has been thoroughly tested, and the you can see the rating on the library in terms of number of bugs and number of fixes that uh, were required. And so for that reason, the functional programming is preferred. 
Okay, so another functional piece is chain. The way chain works is if you have two lists, you can chain the two lists. It's a, basically the same thing as a union, and it combines the list. So why couldn't we have done some simple notation like just done list one plus list two and get that order? Well, uh, readability, number one, readability may be poor uh, when you're doing operators. And number two, uh, it may be slower. Now, well, that was one of the arguments for using uh, function tools partial. Okay, now what function tools partial does is it accepts a reference to a function, a user-defined function, or a uh, a library function, and it's args dot args or uh, star star k w args, and uh, you can then evaluate data passed in as a parameter to that variable which is a is referencing that function and so there isn't a delay in the binding it's that that's one of the uh, arguments of using partial is there's no delay in the binding and so your performance is uh, faster and takes less milliseconds to operate. So again, if you're looking for optimum performance, uh, uh, partial is preferred. Now, you know, they do this argument of late binding and early binding. Uh, early binding is accessing the resource immediately and late binding is accessed it when you are referencing or iterating the, um, the, the data set. And both are uh, have advantage. Now in C-sharp that uh, is called iQueryable and you can do late binding with iQueryable uh, if you use I list it's early binding and so it depends on at what point you want to access and reference that resource the in Python it's you can do asynchronous programming they have an uh, async IO and you can put that in you can put your function into a asynchronous mode and so you could be running multiple functions simultaneously and then awaiting their results um, and there's some advantages to doing asynchronous in the uh, 
processing if you have multiple CPUs and you uh, want have multiple tasks that need can be uh, operate done in concurrency. All right, so let's go back to another function called compress in functional programming. And what it's doing is you have one list that is a binary zero or one. So for example, if you had um, uh, one if it's odd number and one if it's a, a, a zero if it's not, then you could take a list of numbers and you could apply compress and find which ones were odd by using the array bit array. And you could also then use a function called zip and take the, let's say you're combining um, odd numbers, results, and then prime numbers, and then you wanted to see the resulting array, you could use zip. Now, one other function I like is map. And what map does is I can pass in my list and it can then call, it passes the items of that list into the my custom function and then outputs a result. So, for example, if I were wanting to do some groupings or some transformations uh, where I wanted it to apply the, let's say, with the, da the data frames col a column, and I wanted to pass that into map. Uh, and apply a custom function. That's where that can work uh, nicely. Well, and then there's another function that works similar to map, and it's called transform. And transform applies to every row in the data set. And then you can apply um, a transform element to it. And that's also very similar to apply. So apply, you can have a lambda function inside of apply and a, or a lambda variable and then uh, apply some transformation on that variable like addition. Uh, for example, if I had a column and I wanted to get a new column but the new column was taking the existing column and adding to, um, adding or squaring it, then I would do apply lambda x colon x star star 2 and then assign that to my new column. So apply is a very powerful function.
and I've actually used Reduce. So you kind of wonder, like, well, how could I, I use Reduce? Well, I, I needed it to um, create, you can create a running total. And so I use Reduce to create a running total and see the accumulations uh, moving along the column. In, uh, so doing accumulations that way. Uh, 